I'm Brendan McCormack and welcome to the Perth Fit Fan Podcast, where you get to hear from the best thought leaders and change makers from across the Perth fitness scene. In today's episode, we catch up with Instagram star, Jem Wolfie. Whether you like her or not, Jem has built a global audience of over 2.5 million followers and is ranked by Hype Auditor to be in the top 20 fitness accounts in Australia and the top 50 in five other countries. For the first time ever, we get an unedited, unfiltered, uncut interview of what life and business is like behind the scenes with Perth's biggest Instagram influencer. If you love what we do, then you can become a supporter of Perth Fit Fan by joining our fan subscriptions on Facebook and gain access to exclusive content, discounts on merch, and more. And make sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher for your chance to win a Perth Fit Fam shirt, which we'll be giving away at the end of every show. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoy the podcast. Yep, that one's yours. I think that one's mine. Anyway, so yeah, no such thing as luck. So, Jeb Wolfie, thanks for being on. So, this is... Thanks for having me. Thank you. This is one podcast that I've wanted to do for ages. So to to give people uh, a bit of context to our conversation. So we first met um, probably three or even four years ago. I feel like it was four years ago. Yeah. yeah. I actually went through my feet, my um, Instagram not long ago <laughs> to just to work it out. To the post of us in the gym? Yeah, yeah, to the post <laughs> in the gym because I'm like, how long ago was it? Yeah, so I was like in between three or four years and this yeah. is – before things had blown up for you, mm-hmm. but you had a vision of what you wanted to do. Um, yeah. And uh, the reason why I really wanted to do this is, is I think at the you know 2.5 mil or more followers that you've got at the moment, yeah. um, top 20, uh, within the top 20, I think in seven countries of fitness influencers, Yes. You, you probably don't know that. I know I, that. Yeah, <laughs> you've done your research. Yeah, I have. I'll give you. I'll give you my secrets as to how I do my research. Yeah, I didn't know that, but that's cool. Yeah, but um, you've you've obviously reached something which, in in a way, it's like incomprehensible. But you had a vision back there, and not yeah. many people get to see a side of you. That, yes, that's true. I've definitely seen. Yes, I feel like um, yeah, people just see the Instagram page alone and sort of judge on that as to who they think I might be or things like that but I've um yeah you can you can never judge someone or their story or whatever just based on Instagram alone yeah a hundred percent now how did you get kicked off not just with Instagram so go back a little bit further tell us a little bit about you um so I guess okay so basically (laughs) let's throw back to when I was 17 and I became an apprentice chef straight out of school and I worked as a chef for, um, or I qualified and worked as a chef in restaurants for about four years and I hated it. Like I just, I hated the hours. I hated how extremely physical it was and demanding on my joints, which weren't good at the time because I had had a knee reconstruction. On your joints? Yeah. My knees would swell up every shift like really badly. Um, So I was just, it wasn't the job for me. So I and my bosses at the time knew that and they were like, why don't you just start your own business, Gem? And I kept thinking, oh, I don't think, like, I was quite young when they said that. I think I was like, well, I consider this young, like 21 or 22. And I was just like, oh, I don't know if I can do that. That's a big responsibility. But I just uh, got to a point where I kind of didn't have any choice anymore. Like, I, I didn't have a job at the time. And I thought, I'll just start my own Facebook page. And I wanted to create, like, um, I still wanted to be a chef, so I wanted to create, like, healthy sweets and healthy treats and I wanted to stock cafes all around Perth with my treats. So I just started a Facebook page and I think I started an Instagram page at the same time for my sweets and I um, did that for, like, two, three years and I uh, just, like, 
did, I guess, wholesale supplies to lots of different cafes and gyms um, around Perth. And then I, so I was just doing healthy sweets, so you raw, vegan, you know, you ordered something off me once. I did, yeah. I think I actually. I think it was I think, vegan though. I, I think th- I made it specially for you. Yeah, I think it was when I did the vegan CrossFitter thing. Yes. And so I got vegan stuff and you actually cooked me oh, – you. I don't a think it's cooking because it's raw, but yeah, it was yeah. an Oreo cookies yes. and cream cheesecake, which was my reward after the vegan Yes, stint. that's right. I remember. Um, so that was when I was just doing all my sweets back then and then I decided to get into savoury as well. So I created um, a business called Good Eats where I um, did meal prep, uh, healthy prepped meals and delivered them to the public around Perth and businesses and stocked those in gyms as well. Um, And so I did that up until basically my personal Instagram sort of took over and I turned my uh, physical uh, chefing business into all online. So I created healthy recipe books and um, I partnered up with a personal trainer a few years ago and created workout guides as well. So that's when I sort of turned all my uh, my physical business into my online business because I felt like at the time my social media was just um, picking up a lot of traction. So I thought I'd like, yeah, switch over to be on social media. Um, but the reason why I think my social media uh, was uh, increasing that's okay (laughs) um i feel like the reason why at the time my social media page was increasing in followers was because i was creating a lot of um workout videos and i was doing a lot of like fitness-based content and that at the time um i guess gets a lot of interaction because people want people want to follow pages that like motivate them and inspire them so i feel like at the time i was doing that as well as chefing and then my personal page uh, just took over. Now, when you started, because we first caught up and you had around 3,000 followers, but you had a wow. vision. Like one thing that I always said to people, because people people ask me about you when I say, I, I, I actually know you. Like I know you before yeah. that. Yeah. And one they thing. They go, is she a bitch? Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're, we're, Literally we're, everyone tells me this. They see you and they see the kind of content yeah. and they get a perception of who you are. Yeah. But one thing I say is, no, no, you don't understand. She's extremely smart. Like you knew what you were doing back then. And- <laughs> I just consider myself a businesswoman. I feel like I, yeah, like you said, I had a vision and it was always at the end of the day to just absolutely maximize um, my passion and what I do to not only like financial gain, but also just to get a a massive audience. So I always was trying to think of ways to maximize that. Um, So yeah, I I don't know. I wouldn't go as far to say I'm really smart, but I'm, I'm very determined and I know how to run a business. So it was thought out. Yeah like, yeah, like what what you've done, it's, it's yeah. it hasn't just happened. Like it's yeah. been a vision, it's been thought out. Did yeah. you ever think that you'd reach two mil plus? Like when no. you, when you were thinking, what was what was success for you? <laughs> like one million would have been overwhelming enough when I like was at that stage at three thousand followers, and I looked ahead and I was like, oh, a million followers, that'd be too overwhelming. That would just be too much. But like, no, when I hit a million, I was just like, oh yeah, ten mils next. Yeah, <laughs> like that's how I think. And also, I wanted to turn those followers into dollars as well because it's only so great to have X amount of followers, but if you're not actually, do, you know, getting revenue and actually maximizing your audience as much as you can for financial gain and into a business, then it's almost a waste. Yeah, you can't <laughs> just, you can't sustain yourself, and that's the yeah. sort of stuff that I want to chat in a little bit. 
But when you're going through your growth stages and obviously yeah. the Instagram and the algorithms and trends and how things work changes all the time, yeah. but what sort of strategies did you use to grow? So, for yeah. instance, some people use a follow-on-follow, some people just buy oh, followers, some people oh, use yeah. engagement groups. Yeah, so when I went through those growth stages, this was a long time ago, so um, it's, things have definitely changed. But back then, I, I've never bought followers and I've never done the follow-unfollow thing. I just never had time for that because when I was going through that growth period, I was – I was either chefing full-time still or I was had switched over to running my own business. So I was like working full-time and really, really busy. So I don't have time to be sitting around like thinking how am I going to um, grow my page. It did happen organically and naturally, but it was very, it was a very slow pro- process. But in saying that, I did always hashtag everything. Okay. So which will, um, if it does well, will end up on the Explore page. Um, and... I think I got a few – I tried to reach out to a few bigger pages at the time to help um, share me. So pages like Boss Birds and like uh, Fit, Fit Girl Empire or I can't remember the names of them because I don't use them anymore. But I used to ask them, you know, back then to shout me out and then just from there you'd get um, exposure. and Yeah, that's how that happened. But I've never – yeah, I've never like – paid for followers or anything like that but not that there's anything wrong with that because I understand why people do that in the beginning is you know if you have 10,000 followers um, people are going to see your page and then organically follow you because they're going to be like oh there's a reason why they have it but you Mm. gotta yeah your interactions have to equal out as well you can't have 10k followers and have only like 20 likes and no comments or whatever yeah and I think even now from an advertiser's point of view so I look at my page from a business point of view and I look at the health of it and I always try to improve it um, obviously, my market when I look at it is it's purely Perth fitness people. If yeah. you're outside of that niche, like if yeah. I've got half my followers from, from US or Sydney, yeah. even it's pointless because it's I'm essentially pointless. providing yeah. advertising for brands. Yeah. Um, and so I delve into this, but I also delve into other people's pages too, and yeah. I work out the quality of their pages. Um, do you do like consulting work for other people's pages? Or no, I don't. I actually you should probably do workshops and stuff on you how to should. do it. Um, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I um I I um I take it for granted. Yeah. Like once you know something, I mm. assume everyone knows it, and no, it's not until you start discussing no. it. And I've written. This is why I wrote a uh, book. I wrote an ebook. It's not a published printed book, but it's an online book about how to grow your Instagram and how to grow your business on social media. Um, because. I used to, and I still do, get questions like this all the time about how did you start, how did you grow it? Like every single day someone will ask me that. And so I thought I'll just write a book so like I can reach the world to answer these questions and help other people uh, grow their business online or just simply grow their Instagram and grow their own personal brand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do you still have that? Yes, but it's not. It used to be at the link in my bio, and it's not anymore. But it's still available. But it's, <laughs> I'm going to get the link yeah, from you, yeah, and, I'll, and I'll chuck it in the sure. show notes if people want it. Then Great. they can grab it from the show notes as well. Easy. Um, and then briefly, um, so what's changed over the years? Do you still collaborate with pages and do shares? Like, how do you get growth at the moment because um, you're yes. at a, such a high level? Yes. So I, um, WorldStar share me regularly, and that's and I don't actually know the creators of that page, and I don't know 
who's sharing me and why they're sharing me. They obviously like my content, but I don't communicate with them. I'm just really grateful and appreciative that they like my content enough to repost. And every time they do, I get about 70,000 followers overnight. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's how I am kind of growing at the moment. But I also do sometimes do share for share stories only, not on my page. Yeah. Um, share for share pages that are it probably a little bit bigger than mine, like or my at my sort of follower count or a little bit more. So there's this one girl I do um, share for share with Britannia, uh, Britannia, I think her name is, and she has like twelve or she has thirteen million followers, right? But the but I do it with her because her interactions are at the same as mine. Okay. So that's why I do it. I, I won't do share for share with someone who doesn't have high interactions and high um, story views and all that. So so you're it, kind of cross-pollinating with similar accounts. Yeah, as long as I know that their fo- their followers are going to be interested in the same thing, uh, sort of same content as mine, then I'll definitely, yeah. yeah. But, it's, but it's still organic. The way that you're yes. growing, um, you're not buying followers. Engagement- and I've never paid for a shout-out in my life. Engagement so. groups? No, I've, I've actually never got involved with them. I've been asked to get involved with them, but I just – I don't like to push no. it too much. It's almost like, okay, like, for example, <laughs> I don't want to name names actually. Yeah, if, them, especially if they're local. Let's they're not, not name local, names. Okay. But <laughs> mm, just in case they watch this through a link or something that I share, <laughs> um, they always DM me. Actually, they're not the only ones. I get a lot of pages DMing me and they're bigger than me. They have like 5 million followers and they always DM me um, and some smaller pages too saying, please like it. Please like our recent, please comment on our recent, like, um, and like do all this and just like almost forcing their interaction. And because, like, I'm a nice person, I'm going to do it. And they comment on mine too, but I never ask them. Yeah. I just find it a little bit strange when people are constantly like, please comment on our recent, like, if I wanted to, I would. Like, I saw, I firmly believe in organic yeah. interaction, organic growth, everything. So even with the um, groups that you were just, you was uh, mentioning, I feel like almost that in itself is. A little bit, uh, <laughs> a little bit forced. It's just like, oh, I'm going to comment on yours, so you comment on mine. It's very, very fake. So um, yeah. I've had two experiences with engagement groups before I even knew what they were. Well, you know when I was yeah. doing selfie stick photos? Yes. Oh my god, I miss those days. Well, I. All right. So we got cut off at. At what point? We got cut off. I saw at, that was recording. I was looking at it. It still was up until I said selfie stick. Which is okay because oh, okay. then we just talked about my my engagement group. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah so we that's didn't okay. Miss out too we didn't much. lose much, and hopefully we can rip the audio from the camera. <laughs> so my next question was, what yes. does an average day look like for you? Okay, so my day usually revolves around creating content, whether that be um, uploading videos and um, videos, uh, photos that I already had, or going out to a video shoot or a photo shoot, or taking photos myself on my own camera or on my own phone. Um, so it usually revolves around that once a day and then I spend at least two hours doing admin stuff. So that's replying to emails, um, messages, as well as uh, doing my account stuff, mm-hmm. which I have to stay on top of, um, going to, yes, different business meetings or meeting up with my um, finance team <laughs> who I have people um Helping me with my finances. Tell us about that. Like, it, yeah. like your finance team. Is that like well, a, just a financial advisor, or have you got a well, management team around you? Kind of. I, I so I have a financial advisor, accountant, and 
I did have a management team, but I recently cut them off. <laughs> they were not helpful at all. <laughs> I don't. Is that yeah, I don't even mind not. I don't know. They're over east, but I don't oh, mind okay. talking about that. But like, it they just weren't getting me any work. So okay. Um, and I, I thought at the time that I took them on, I thought I needed – I thought I got to a point where I might need a bit of help managing my account because it got to a point where I was getting, you know, 100 emails a day and I was getting so many inquiries that I had to um, organise brand deals myself and try to, um, yeah, discuss that with multiple brands on a regular basis and I thought I needed a management or mm-hmm. a, a personal manager but turns out I don't. I can go back to doing it by myself, which I was much happier doing. Do you think it's cool now having social, like having this influencer market and being able to create your own business and be your own PR team, your own content team? Yeah. Um, do you think that's an awesome opportunity for people out there to be yeah. able to create a lifestyle that you have? Yes, but you have to be mentally ready for it. You have to be. It, this isn't for everyone. <laughs> yeah. And being able to do it by yourself is not for everyone. I, a matter of fact, I don't know anyone who has two and a half million plus followers doing it by themselves. Uh, I know people that have like 100,000 followers and still have – I know people with 50,000 followers who have a management team. Yeah. I'm just like, how can you not be dealing with this by yourself? I was happy and and I'm still happy doing it by myself, but you have to be very – you just have to be aware of that uh, people will try to uh, like – what's the word? Negotiate your rates down to next to nothing. You have to so be strong-minded. Like yeah. you mean that um, brands will try and negotiate your rates now? Yeah. Yes. And, yeah. yeah, you just have to be really strong-minded and know what know your worth and know how to, um, yeah, you know, speak with brands and get to the point and represent yourself well and um, you just have to be really on top of everything. If And if it gets to a point where it's overwhel- overwhelming and it's too much for yourself, then maybe you do need a um, manager or a management team or PR or whatever it is. Um as, as long as you make sure that they're good and they're going to get your work and they're uh, really supportive of you, then that's then that's fine. But if you, I think it's great if you're able to do it by yourself because then you can be in full control of everything. You take 100% of the profits. Um, you don't have to split it with anyone. And I I just am a bit of a control freak and like, I really like to know what's going on. I want to have the own, my own email conversations with people. I don't want someone else speaking on behalf of me. I want to know. Yep everything so and be re- i like to be responsible for things so yeah if i don't have someone else helping me i i can be 100 percent responsible so yeah i think and, and that just goes to show what i was saying is when people ask like you're smart like you know what you're doing i mean yes i do know what <laughs> i do know what i'm doing like i said before i am a businesswoman and that's how people that's how i want people to see me as and just know that um, I'm, yeah, not just, I'm not just an Instagram influencer, which I hate <laughs> that term so bad. Yeah, I'm trying not to use it too much, I but it. I think but, that but, people will just... But you almost have know. to in some regards when people are like, oh, what do you do? Because, you know, I was a chef for so many years and just say, oh, I'm a chef. And then it got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a chef anymore, even though I do sell my recipes online and I do sell, yeah, ebooks. But I... I guess I am like technically if you have to label what I do, I am an influencer. But I like to also say an Instagrammer because I, I'm not – because I don't use YouTube, I don't use Facebook, I don't use any other platforms. I just use Instagram. So does it I'm cons- a grammar. <laughs> does it continue have been on a solo platform if – like let's say Facebook or Instagram yeah. or Zuckerberg decide to do something crazy like merge WhatsApp, Facebook and Instagram together, which is oh what God. the talks are at the moment? 
What would I <laughs> wait? What was the question? What would I do? Does it concern oh, you? Oh, does it concern just me? Just having one platform, like if Instagram disappeared, I'd be nothing. <laughs> no. What would you do? No. Actually, no, that's no, an no. interesting one. What, like, mentally, mm-hmm. if Instagram went tomorrow mm-hmm. and you had nothing, well, I have my OnlyFans, so let's just remember that. <laughs> let's just not forget that like 90% of my income now is from OnlyFans, so financially, I'd be okay as long as I could keep my OnlyFans account. Yeah. Um, would it grow? No, because Instagram wouldn't be there and Instagram is uh, my the, the revenue through that. So that streams, all my followers on OnlyFans stream through my Instagram. I don't think they can really find me many other places other than my Instagram page. So yep. OnlyFans wouldn't grow. Um, I still feel like, feel like I've built a name for myself and I've created a name for myself over the last three or four years. So I, I think that um, – Insta- I, I still feel like I could, if let's say Instagram disappeared and there was a new uh, social media platform, I'd still be able to grow and be big on that too because people know who I am or they will remember who I am. Or if not, they'll I'll be posting content on there that they'll still like to follow. So I think the thing is as well, everyone would be in the, if that were to happen, everyone would be in the same situation. Yeah. And people who do well adapt yeah. to change. Yeah. Um, and so like you if, would just have to do it. Yeah. If you didn't have Perfect Fam on Instagram, You'd still have it on Facebook, actually. Your Facebook page is still lit. Yeah. But, like, let's just say Facebook, Instagram, boom, gone, and you just had your website alone, whatever other social media platform that arose after that, you mm. would be able to push Perfect Fan through that. Yeah. Like, you would have to find other ways of pushing your uh, your page or your brand or your website or whatever it is that you're trying to push. Like, yeah. you just got to... You just got to hustle. <laughs> so if Instagram's not it, then something else will come. Now, talking about OnlyFans um, mm-hmm. and talking about the business side of Instagram. Yeah. Um, so people that are building a following and yeah. like we said, people say, how do you how do you make money? So yeah. what are the revenue streams that you use to convert your profile into yeah. a business? Okay. So there's actually a lot. <laughs> I, compl- I overcomplicated it. A lot of Instagram influencers will most likely just get paid by doing collaborations and sponsorships and ambassadorships with other brands and that's just like their main source of income. So I do that too but that's not only, that's not all I do. I also um, have, as I mentioned before, written my e-books and guides. So I sell, I sell those. That's how I – I did that initially. I started doing that um, as well as doing collaborations um, with other brands and then I – started my own merchandise range. So I was selling like clothing, like um, my own Wolfie range. Uh, so I was selling products. So you can sell other people's products and get paid from other brands. You can sell your own products. Mm-hmm. You can sell online books or online guides or eBooks, or you can also have an app, but I don't have that yet, but that's also, that is um, a potential in the works yep. idea right now. So that's another way of revenue through Instagram is create your own app. Um, and then I think finally would be OnlyFans, which is once you've created a brand and you have enough quality content to offer to people, which is what it's really what OnlyFans is, is do you think that your content is of value? Yes or no. If you do believe it is, then you should be on OnlyFans. And it's especially if you're like your own personal, if you're as in like representing yourself, people want to see more of you, then create an OnlyFans. 
And then how do you separate your OnlyFans content compared to normal content? Because obviously you already mm. put out a lot of content. Yes. So what's the OnlyFans content? It's just extra content. It's exclusive mm. stuff. So basically no one else is – you can't see it on any other platform. Um, it's slightly more revealing but it's not, not nudity or anything like that. Yeah. Um, but it is like I've always felt that I would – be um, putting out so much content on Instagram and back when I used to use Snapchat but I don't really use it anymore, um, so much content, like regular content all the time and I just wasn't and I'm just like, well, I'm not really getting anything back for it or from it. It's just doing it for fun. Mm. These were not not sponsored, not paid for yeah. posts. And I was just like, how can I maximise this because this is taking me a lot of time and a lot of effort and a lot of my day to create this content for my fans and they're always wanting more and they're constantly like, you need to create a premium account. Like we want to see more and more and more. And I was just like not posting as much on Instagram. Like I was posting like two or three times a day Yeah. back when I was trying to grow my account. Um, and then yeah. I started posting like two or three times a week. So it's just like I made an OnlyFans so I could just put extra content on there. So I was making sure I was posting a lot more often on there and, just for people who just want to see more, more of you as well as like it's also pretty big in the fitness industry too because a lot of personal trainers, um, fitness instructors are on there so that they could um, do a lot of like one-on-one stuff with clients as well so they can put mm. out like a full workout or maybe they'll do like a full shoulder workout or a full like chest workout or something and it'll be like basically like a YouTube account. Like you can do like a 20-minute video yeah. like you can't do 20 minute videos on instagram so yeah. do like a 20 minute video on there and your fans or whoever's following you on there can pay a little bit extra to see it it's interesting because facebook obviously caught on with that because now they do fan subscriptions oh do they no. yeah and so we've been trialing that so we're in the beta program of it um and cool. it's just providing extra content that yeah you don't so normally you, get. you know the concept behind it a lot of people yes. don't understand it but basically all it is is a lot of people i, I will say this a lot of females especially will use OnlyFans to do like explicit stuff but okay. I'll be clear that and I've I feel like I have been quite clear in that I don't do that yeah but like I said do show a little bit more revealing stuff but um basically if you yeah if you feel like your content is of value and you and your fans want to see more of it they will pay for it now, with the branded content stuff and the sponsorship posts, yeah. do you ever use things like Tribe or do you use agencies? Or no, I've always got them directly myself. And do they generally come to you? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, almost every brand that I've worked with has come to me. I've reached out to a couple and they're just like one-off ones. But yeah. brands that I had been with and are still currently with um, for like six months or more have come to me and wanted to do like um, – six-month contract or a year contract okay. with me. Yep. So, but yeah, I like, to, I still like to get my, uh, I still reach out to other brands and still want to get my own work. So, but a lot of them will be like one-offs or they'll get like a bundle of three That's posts cool. or a bundle with stories and posts and yep. just do that. And, it, you know, I'm constantly yeah, just trying to, still trying to get my own work, but a lot of people come to me as well. So. And then how do they select your page because um, – and explaining per FitFam before. So fitness businesses that mm -hmm. want um, exposure specifically within Perth where yeah. we, that, that's my platform, that's my followers, that's yeah. what I aim for. Yeah. Whereas you have an international exposure. Yeah. And so then how do they come to your page and say you're the, you're the product or you're the page that mm -hmm. is going to be able to get our brand in front of consumers? Um, so – it has to be a brand that 
is an international brand itself. So let, let's say, for instance, I'm currently sponsored by Bang Energy. I don't know if you've heard of them. The energy drinks? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a frother for Bang Energy drinks. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. I don't even just froth them just because they pay me. Like, they're actually I genuinely a good drink. drink them. They sent me like 16 cartons recently. I was like, whoa, how much would that cost in yeah. like, shipping? But I, um, I've just been giving them to all my friends and they're like, oh, my God, this drink is amazing. And I'm like, I know. I had one yesterday. Oh, I should. Yes. Well, before you guys go, <laughs> remind me because I have a lot Excellent. of things. I'm, I'm going downstairs. to have an extra one today. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, they ship internationally. So I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm great for their brand because they're not specifically localized to Australia, which um, I was supposed to do. I was in the talks with doing a sponsorship with EHP Australia yep. slash New Zealand which didn't happen because of my America, my international following. Yeah. Um, and so it has, yeah, a lot of brands that I work with, so this is another one, I do even, they ship internationally. So the fact that my following is international is great for them. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas like if it's a localised company specifically, so for instance someone um, in this building works for the jerky company. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I love, I eat their jerky all the time but they asked me to do um a few posts of them up a few paid sponsored posts which i did but um they just found that because they're so localized uh it wasn't as beneficial for them yeah because even though it was great exposure for their brand which is a lot of the time what people are paying for from me rather than direct sales yeah um yeah it wasn't as good for them so yeah a lot of brands come to me and they just need to be keeping in mind that um one, 70% of my followers are male, so they need to keep in mind that the gender thing, so it can't be too much like, well, I've done beauty products before, but these beauty brands, and my rates will be a little bit lower because they need to know that my follow, my gender count is 70% mm. male, 30% female. So, um, or yeah, non-gender specific brands are also great, so supplements and things like that that aren't just targeting one specific gender. Yep. And then, yeah, also being international, being able to post internationally or whatever it is that they want from collaborating with me. Um, and so you'll adjust your rate based on the brand that you're working with too? It, it depends, yeah. Okay. My my rates vary a lot. Uh, people always think, oh, why wouldn't you just have like a standard flat rate? Yeah. No, because like, for instance, there's some brands that I really, really want to work with and I'm so grateful that I do still work with them and i I think it's just such a privilege. So I keep my rates relatively low. Be, well, they want them to be low as well. Yeah. It would be nice if they would throw a bigger number out there. But because I value them and working with them so highly, I, I'm happy to keep my rates relatively low with them. Whereas, for instance, bang, they're a little higher. They are able to pay that amount. They, they are budget. such a massive – yeah, their budget yeah. is huge. And if you've gone into their page and seen – the other ambassadors and uh, athletes and stuff that work with Bang, you, you'll see. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, my rates definitely vary on, one, what the product is, what the services that they're offering and or what they're giving me. Is the product that they're giving me valued very highly? Like something I did recently was made out of solid gold, so I was going to value my rate a little lower because their what their product is is uh, very expensive. Yeah. So it, my rates will be a little bit lower, but if it's something like, um, like Bay Energy or something like that, 
you know, it's just a can of energy drinks, so the rates will be higher. Yeah. Um, yeah, I find that very interesting about changing rates. I more ask that mm. for myself, mm. um, and it's interesting that, that… Do your rates vary as well? So I would generally have a flat rate, but my rates would be a lot different to you because yes. we're local. We've got twenty, you know, 21,000 mm-hmm. local followers. Um, I wasn't even charging at 20,000, <laughs> yeah. but obviously it's different. I honestly think things are so different. They're now. so different. So our our general rate is like our industry rate is mm-hmm. between um, two twenty to three hundred for a post. Whereas That's so good for twenty thousand, you have no idea. Yeah, like, and I was charging that when I had two hundred thousand really? followers. Yes, but yeah. remember this was years ago. Yeah. So years and years ago, uh, rate companies weren't able to pay. Uh, people didn't have budgets for social media because they didn't believe in the power of social media what back then. What was influence you know? marketing? You yeah. know, it wasn't – people weren't putting that much money into it, um, whereas now people are putting money into so many accounts, especially smaller accounts like yours. Because one, like, yeah, yours is specifically localized branding and you can really, like, target um, pe- yeah, local companies that will definitely get direct sales from that, whereas um, my – yeah, uh, yeah, back in the day, it's like you said it much broader audience yeah that's right I, I, yeah i find it very interesting so looking into you know these bigger accounts and and yeah. um uh some partnerships you know five to seven thousand dollars but when you uh the, the potential to do so um and, and then when someone looks at that and they say like how how does that make sense if you were to put an advertisement into a magazine uh, yeah let's say you got to think ago, about it like exactly yeah there's or newspaper articles yeah billboards and people look at art, uh, advertising like that like oh yeah we'll drop 50k on a freaking per city billboard that everyone's gonna see like no people just like glance at that and don't even like there's no influence there's no influence yeah. but if someone with a big name and a big brand who has high interactions with their followers um, put something out there and goes like, go buy this. Um, that's like going to be much more beneficial for the brand in regards to sales and exposure and yeah, all the things that they could want out of paying something for for advertising. Um, now I noticed on your account that you are extremely responsive. So when we message, yes. you usually get back to me straight away. And yes. my first thing is, how did you even see that that message came through? But also, you reply to almost every comment. That yes. goes out there. Yes. Um, and I, go, I try to go through my DMs and my DMs be like 70% group chats. So I pop into oh, really? so many – I pop into so many random group chats just be like, hey, and people lose their shit. Oh, really? <laughs> that is lot, so good. Yeah, and just people are like, what the hell, Jim responded because there will be like a lot of other ver- – they'll just try and add in like a l- bunch of like random celebrities. Okay. And obviously no one else has replied to them. It's me and I always just like get heavily involved with my fans like – I love my followers. I'm literally nothing without them. Like, yep. I, as much as I like have a lot of self confidence and believe in my brand, what is Gem Wolfie without my Wolfgang? <laughs> like, yeah. literally, like nothing. So I just love to show love back to them and do as much as I can. Like, I went to the um, Bend at Basketball Community Center a few weeks ago with a thousand dollars worth of vouchers that I just bought from um, Foot Locker just to give out to the kids because. I know that um, a group of them down there with f- f- fans of mine. So I just like like to show back love as much as I can. So, yes, I like to respond on comment sections, but I also like to go out and physically like thank my followers. So when I go to America and the UK, I do 
I just organized my own meetups with my fans, like with no security, nothing. Yep. Just like go, I'm going to be at this place at this time. Meet me here. I want to, I just want to meet all my fans. Like yeah. probably a bit silly to do it without security from now on. I will be doing it with, <laughs> with at least like some people that I know. But yeah. I just want to wherever I go, I just want to meet. Like I want to see a face to the username. Do you know what I That's mean? That's cool. Yeah, make it a bit more personal. How yeah. many messages do you get a day? Um, Can you count? No. <laughs> Should we go through my DMs now? I honestly don't know. Maybe in an hour I might get about 200 in an hour. Whoa. So times that by 24. Sure, you're good at math. 50, yeah, that's 50,000. It's 4,800. No, oh, sorry. <laughs> 200 in an hour, 24 hours times a day. 24. It's 4,800, right? I think so. That's insane. And you try, like, you, you, do you know which ones to go through, like, as far um, as when they pop up? Because you get a lot of crap into your inbox as well, no doubt. Yes. I don't really, yeah, I kind of do a lot of scrolling. Sometimes if I see, like, a verified account in my uh, DMs, I'll be like, mm, who's this, and just get interested. And then if I see business uh, brands contacting me in my DMs, I'll tap on it. But I don't like it when people do that. They should always, like, email me. Yeah. Because... Uh, I, yeah, it gets frustrating when I might miss out on a brand deal because they DM me instead of emailing me um, because there's, like I said, so much junk in there. But I, yeah, I try to respond to, I I definitely respond to a handful of DMs every single day. But, um, yeah, like to just fans who just want to say hi. But then I obviously have to go through and find, like, any serious inquiries as well into my DMs. So I miss a lot. Yeah. And like I said, I get 100 emails as well. Some of that's junk. Some of that's also fan mail. Yeah. But then I have to go through and find out what, like, the serious inquiries are as well. The business side. I feel privileged mm-hmm. that you get back to me so quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what are some of the issues or some, what are some of the biggest issues or struggles that you yeah. have with the lifestyle that you have? Like yes. Running, running an account, just day-to-day stuff. Yes. Yeah, so I'd say, like, probably some of the negative comments that I get like I don't really let them affect me anymore I used to when I first started like when I first started when I met you I didn't really know how to deal with all the um yeah like negative comments and people saying nasty things to me for I'm just like I don't know who they are why are they on my page like saying all these nasty things but it's like today um like every day like I wake up and because I don't like negativity on my account at all so I try to wake up every morning and like just delete hateful comments so mm-hmm. I don't want like I'll st- so like I still see them but I just like will block them and make sure they don't and just some of the stuff like waking up every day and just being like called fat every day just like <laughs> can get to can like take a little bit of a toll after a little while yeah but I know I'm not so I don't like let it actually affect me but when it gets a little bit draining and exhausting taking on a lot of the negative comments like what yeah. you're when you post this on YouTube, watch the comment section. They'll still like you'll still you'll still get like a hate coming onto like different channels. Like when I do interviews and stuff and do collaboration videos, like I'll go through the comment section and they're usually all positive. But when I feature on it, just negativity just like comes towards me and I comes like flying at me from all different directions. But um, I'd say that can be one of the struggles. Yeah. Another thing would be um, recently, I guess I'd say like. Well, we've already touched base on this, but the management team and having like taking that leap to really put um, a percentage of my kind of like my brand and my business into someone else's hands and being like, here, 
help help me with my business it's becoming overwhelming and then realizing that was a fucking mistake <laughs> yeah oh sorry potions I guess <laughs> I guess you were probably expecting because they would have been selling it as if they're a professional and they're yeah experts they in really this field. sold it to me bro they they flew me to Melbourne yeah and put on this massive like conference uh, like uh, like a presentation, presentation like they thing. Pitched, they yeah, pitched sorry, you. yeah, 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 and made it seem like they'd get me, they'd like triple my income and blah 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 blah. And I was just like, I had high hopes, and I was just like really disappointed um, with how that ended up. But I dealt with it, and I'm just mm. kind of learnt my lesson and just do it yourself. If you want something done properly, do it yourself, and that should be um, like a lesson. For the not just business but everything else in life. Yeah, I know, um, Shell and I have definitely gone through similar sort of stuff where yeah. where uh, you know you bring on other people and they might be professional in their yeah. space and you're expecting big things. Yeah, but you can get a much better result yeah. doing it yourself. You should basically one, yeah, if you want something done properly, just do it yourself. And two, don't expect anything from anyone. Just mm. in general, just don't expect things from people because then you won't be let down. And just don't have high expectations because then you won't be disappointed. Um, but I guess I did just because um, it was just such a big leap for me to sort of take away a little bit of my responsibility, a little bit of have someone else represent me is huge because I feel like I represented myself just fine. I just needed a little bit of help. But, um, yeah, so I guess that side of things and sort of the financial um, – it's become overwhelming in the last year, and I just need a lot of I just need a lot of help and advisors around me to sort of help me and make sure that I'm um, doing everything correctly and doing all, all taxes and all that stuff, which I hate dealing with, but you have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and just yeah, sort of the business side of things and all that. Um, and then what else is another struggle? Because there's quite a few, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of some. Oh, maybe like the privacy thing. Okay. Like I've had a group of people somehow find out where I live here. Oh, you're kidding me. And they me. literally like hung out below my balcony and were screaming out, Jim. You're kidding me. <laughs> and I literally me. like died. But they were just kids at the end of the okay. day. It was harmless. Yeah. Um, they, like I said, I like, love meeting my fans, but you definitely took it a step too far coming to my house. Yeah. Um, at night time. And just like, yeah, I just – there's not much privacy. I can't really go out without being recognised, even just out on the street, just to the shops and stuff. Yeah. Um, I lo- actually love that because, like I keep saying, I love meeting my fans more than anything. But when I'm with my family and stuff or I just want to be low-key and don't be recognised and I'm having a bad day, Yeah. Um, I just, yeah, it's hard to deal with. Like this one time I was at an airport and I was really, really sick. I was actually, like, violently ill. Yeah. I was... I could not stop vomiting. I had very bad food poisoning or something. And this one, and I was crying also because I was like leaving my mom. And I was just like in the worst state, like vomiting, crying. You could not have imagined a worse version of myself. And this, yeah, this kid came up to me. Are you Gem? Can I get a photo? And I was just like, this is the only time I've ever been like, not now. Sorry. Also, can't you see? Like, I was literally a mess. Like, can't you? Why would you want a photo with this right now? But and then from his point, so this is the pressures of it because he expect or he or she, sorry, who uh, this this kid, yeah, expected something of you. Yeah, had Um, this idea in their mind of. And plus, I'm always putting out on my story. Like, if you ever see me out, please come and say hi. So I am, I am encouraging that in a way. But there is, I feel like there's definitely like a line that um yeah you just got to respect people's privacy and. 
in certain situations and just yeah. be like, I'm a human, you're a human, you know, like you wouldn't want to be approached in some situations. Do you think that you'll grow into that more or, or do you ever look back and or do you ever look at the situation now and say, I would, some days I would prefer to, for no one to know who I am? Yeah, definitely. Like I, um, there are definitely are days when I don't have any self-confidence at all, even though I like to present to the world via my Instagram that I do have a lot of confidence. There's definitely, I have days when I just feel like disgusting to be honest. And then I don't want to be noticed because I don't want people to see me um, when I don't feel like I'm worth seeing to be honest. And like at the end of the day, I am human and I am especially like females and males too. But like we have days where we just don't want anyone to see us. So I have those days too for sure. But um, most of the time, I'll still be very grateful when a fan, um, our follower wants to come up and talk to me. I'll have chats with them and I'll ask them about what's their name and what do they do and I want to know about their life too. I don't want them to just talk about me the whole time. One thing on that, um, so we obviously know Josh uh, Porter really, really well yes, and we were chatting about you the other day. Yeah, um, he was here um, at the pool with his wife. Oh, was he? Yeah. Well, we were chatting about you I think a couple of times since I went out to HQ there and yeah. one thing that he said about you was – um, if he asks you about you, you, you don't go into yourself. Like I'm, I'm wording this wrong. You, you, you always ask him about him more. Yeah, so yeah. you're more interested in, in oh, finding out I, about I him. I love that you, um, or him as well noticed that about yeah. me. Like I will, and it's in interviews, like I did an interview in Melbourne with do you even, and he was asking me questions and it was obviously an interview me but I, I was asking him questions about his life too because I want I don't really like just to sit around and talk about myself you know yeah. and I'm also really interested in other people's stories like um at the end of the day you're interested in my story and this is why you're doing the interview but I'm interested in your story too and your brand that you've built for yourself mm. and a brand that you should be very proud of because Thank a lot you. of people knew about this podcast when I was telling them they were <laughs> oh yeah I listened to the podcast and they've like remembered things about you so oh wicked yeah um yeah, and Josh too. Like he's got an awesome story, so I just want to hear about other people. Yeah, that like to talk about myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's cool. But back onto you. So, what's the okay. biggest highlight? What's the biggest yes. highlight, or what's the coolest thing that's ever come of having the profile? Um, one of the f- the most memorable things that I've done, thanks to my Instagram and building a brand for myself, I guess would. I took part in a celebrity basketball game that Shaq O'Neal hosted in LA, which was so much fun. I was absolutely in my element, like loving life. Um, And that came from, yeah, I guess like building that sort of basketball um, chick (laughs) vibe that I have going on from my page. And I can't wait to do another one of them. So that's why I hope to go back to America this year and do something similar. Um, also, I guess um, doing – I did a collaboration video with Woody and Kleine from yeah. London. We spoke about this one before. Yes. And I'm going to make sure that I post this video in the you links sh- as well. Yeah, you should. It's really cool. Thanks. It took us like six hours to film. Oh. <laughs> People need to know how much effort and time goes into um, making um, trip videos like that especially yeah. um, because it's like I don't know if you've seen Dude Perfect and those kind of yeah, videos. Yeah, like, yeah they would um, most likely spend hours getting that trick shot and we did. We spent hours but it was so much fun hanging out with them and they were very inspiring guys to be around and very motivating. Um, And maybe another thing recently I did an interview for the New York Times which I thought was um, a pretty big milestone to be like published and 
an article about you in the New York Times. Yeah, because New York's was, your biggest market as well, isn't it? Yes, New York is my biggest yeah, city. Yeah, followed by Perth. Per, uh, yeah, uh, LA, Perth, um, and then so, sometimes in countries, Australia isn't. Even though Perth is in the top cities, Australia isn't sometimes. <laughs> sometimes yes. it's Mexico yeah. and um, UK and America, and but Perth is still because Perth is where it obviously all began and that yeah. was a big the a big chunk of my following to begin with so yeah sorry i just took you into the weeds a little bit there so oh, yeah right. the um so, so new york times that's like that's mass scale yeah huge exposure there um and it was about uh my success on social media and on only fans as well specifically so yeah it was really cool to do an interview with them but um yeah i'd say those uh, those things were highlights and then also something massive for me would be um being, yeah, having the financial like, independence with doing mm. what I do, um, being able to, like I'm currently building a house. Oh, well, um, congratulations. Thank you. I haven't actually told anyone that. So. That's cool. It's a perfect fan <laughs> exclusive. Fan <laughs> exclusive. <laughs> Just bought a, um, bl- uh, a block of land and building so that I've been able to do that, thankfully, because of my social media um, and, yeah, very grateful for that. So I'd say that would be a highlight as well. That's so cool. <laughs> um, now, what um, – if for someone who's looking to follow in your footsteps, yes, what's your advice? Um, so <laughs> you have to hustle. You, to begin with, if you want to grow your ground, if you want to get to like 20,000 followers from, from having like a regular account that people have at about 1,000, which, by the way, back in my day, a regular account would be like 200 followers. But now it's like nor- the norm is now 1,000, right? Yeah, once you hit 1,000. 1,000 is like, yeah. But now if you want to go from 1,000 to 20K, you have to be posting every day, if not sometimes twice a day. Mm. Hashtag everything. Um, be, be doing what I used to do and ask bigger accounts to shout you out because the only a lot of pages now, see, back in the day they wouldn't ask for you to pay, but now they would ask you to pay. Mm. Like I get... I people pay me to shout them out on my story. Yeah. So try and find a page that won't always ask um, for money in exchange for shout outs because some people, um, some pages revolve around just sharing other people's content. Like, for example, Worldstar. Yes. They base their page around sharing other people's content. Boss Birds rely on other people, rely on other content creators to um, build their following and get interactions. Um, so they need people's content. So. Um, some pages don't ask for money, so just get your pay, get your content out there. You can't just be building alone. Like other people need to, other um, pe- people need to see your uh, content via other pages. If okay. That makes sense. That's a really really good point. Yeah, I think like and to clarify that um, with Perfect Fam and how we operate, because obviously yeah. we do we're a resharing platform. Yeah. Um, although now we have a hybrid um, of our own content as well. Yeah. So um, usually, because I you know I'm trying to build engagement and yeah. followers, and I want good content. So when yeah. I have to look at content, yeah, um, the content I want to share is local Perth people doing yeah. cool stuff and yeah. good content, whether it's a great photo, something yeah, inspiring. Yeah, I saw something cool like. A chick doing a handstand or something in a backyard, and the kids were yeah, the, yeah. yeah the I just thought that off. was cool. I thought it was like, yeah, I really like that video. But like things like that, people can relate to and think like, yeah, yeah. So I think like also having a variety of content is really uh, really important. So don't just always post. Like, do you ever see those pages? And they've got like I don't know, hundred thousand followers or whatever, and it's just like all professional like model photos. Yes, yes. It's always taken on like a really nice camera. It's always posed. It's always just highly edited. Mm. 
you need to be posting a lot of personal content too. Like have a variation. Do a few selfies. Do a few photos taken on your phone. Then have a um, few videos in there as well. Like videos go viral. Photos don't really. So videos, videos, videos. I tell everyone. Yeah. We get better response with videos. Videos always go far. Um, And then also... Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, I guess have a few professional photos on there that look like nicely taken and edited and stuff. But yeah, people want to be able to relate to you. So keep it personal as well. Don't always, yeah, have something that people can interact with and talk to you about and even like put questions in the captions and ask people. Build interaction. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You got to build up engagement. Um, All right. My final question is what's one thing that, our audience wouldn't know about you. Um, uh, <laughs> Besides, your name's Jemima. Oh my god! How did you know that? You told me. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my name is Jem Wolfie. Well, yeah, everyone calls me Jem no matter what. Like, yeah. My full name is Jemima. What's yeah? Um, what's one interesting thing? I'm trying to think that people. Would I got know about suspended <laughs> from school like three times. Did you? I was too. <laughs> I was so naughty at school. Maybe well, your fa- maybe your followers don't know that. I used to be really naughty. Like I just used to be the the most horrible child like ever. Like, and I just hated school. So I'd do whatever I could to could to get out of school. Which, if that meant like <laughs> cutting a girl's ponytail. You cut a girl's ponytail off. No, <laughs> that's really, really I was, I was funny. Like, I was literally like in grade three. Like, I, I swear I didn't know what I was doing. I was just being naughty. And then like if you think about that now, it's like the most horrible thing ever. But like it's pretty funny though. I was just though. so naughty. I was a little shit. Yeah. But I feel like I'm going to change. <laughs> <laughs> Do you look back now and go, oh, man, what was I doing? I was thinking I, – I just think that like I'm going to get karma. Like when I have kids, my, li- my kids are probably going to be little shits and I'll have to deal with that and be like, this is what you were like for your parents. So Payback. I was just naughty. I love it. So you are naughty. Actually, sorry, I did have one last question yeah. was what's the end goal? Um, basically, I want to be like a household name. I want to be like, oh, um, yeah, people have heard of me and people can relate me to um, a successful business rather than just Instagram thought. <laughs> I just want yeah. people to like take, be able to take me seriously as a businesswoman as well as an athlete and um, an ambassador as, and, um, yeah, what else? I obviously just to not have to worry about, not to stress about money and set myself up for the future and set myself up for the family that I don't have yet and just not have to... Uh, worry and be able to travel a lot more for work and meet a lot of amazing people around the world and yeah collaborate with the collaborate with as many other content creators as I can and just stay humble (laughs) I love it you've done awesome Jim thank you so much for being on that is so cool no I appreciate it that was awesome yeah you too you too awesome we are done thank you Jim Wolfie That's it for this episode and we hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you did, then make sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes, Google Play or Stitcher for your chance to win a Perth FitFam t-shirt, which we'll be giving away at the end of every show. And just remember that if you love what we do, then you can become a supporter of Perth FitFam by joining our fan subscriptions on Facebook and you'll gain access to exclusive content, discounts on merch and more. Thanks for tuning in and stay tuned for more of the Perth Fitness End to come.